This is the Bring Back Soul Music Podcast, the only podcast devoted to making soul music relevant again. Let's get started with your host, Todd Woodson. Joining me for another episode of the Bring Back Soul Music Podcast. My special, special guest today is a talented singer-songwriter based out of Los Angeles. His name is Darren Jonathan Banks. Mr. Banks, how are you doing today, sir? I'm doing very well. And yourself, son? I'm good. Mr. Soul I'm Man. Hey, man. That's good. That's I good. do what I do. Um, <laughs> <laughs> welcome to the Bring Back Soul Don't we Podcast, all? sir. I'm sorry, I didn't I hear said, that Welcome part. to the sorry. Bring Back Soul Music Podcast. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Um, I am very, very excited to be here and to uh, to talk with you all. So thank you. Not a problem. And I have to first apologize because we were supposed to do this interview um, earlier today and things got mixed up. And then we were supposed to do it a few weeks ago. Uh, but then you came down with uh, COVID-19. Yes, the Rona. It the got Rona. me. Yeah, it got me. Cool. The rapture. Is well now. Hope everybody's feeling well. I am feeling, um, I would say, 95% now. Um, I was one of the lucky ones. Um, and, you know, because this is no joke. I mean, I don't know. Maybe people know that um, that HBO um, uh, show called The Leftovers. Um, it feels something like that a little bit around here where all of a sudden people are, some people are getting really sick, other people are not getting really sick. And I was very fortunate to um, be one of the people who didn't get too sick, um, but it is no joke. It is not, it's nothing that we want. So yeah, I just had yeah. a, um, a friend of mine who just passed away from oh my goodness. last so week. And uh, yeah, I mean, take it seriously. It's not, you know, it's not um, a joke. No. It's not, um, you know, propaganda, it's, it's for real, so. Yeah, absolutely. I'm so sorry to hear about your loss and especially with, um, you know, it affecting so many communities of color and, um, and you know, the, the, you know, shout out to all of the essential workers, to all the people in the medical profession, everyone who is trying to keep this, this, uh, this uh, society afloat, um, this world afloat. Um, in this in this dark time, so I am happy about the vaccine. I am, um, you know, I'm ready to get mine as soon as I can. I want to get on, on a special list to get it as soon as I can, and hopefully um, we can all uh, move forward and put this behind us. As Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. All right. So we, we we we'll touch on that maybe a little bit later too, Don. Yeah. Um, but before. Um, like I said, you're based in Los Angeles. Before we get into your new music, um, and in fact, your your new release was just released, I believe, yesterday. Yes, uh, yes, just yesterday. Yeah, and what's the title? What's your name? Yeah, so it's um, the the song is uh, it's kind of like a classic R and B throwback throwback. Um, you know, 
the hopefully a little groove that people like um, to get into. Um, and it's uh, called What's Your Name? Um, and yeah, that's it was just released on Valentine's Day, just in time for all those lovers and those people looking to snuggle up and stuff. So hopefully I uh, can add it to your playlist. Okay. Before we get uh, going in that direction, let's, let's back up a little bit. For those who don't know, uh, Darren Banks, tell us about yourself. Uh, so I, um, I grew up in uh, North Carolina, Durham, North Carolina. Um, and I come from um, a really uh, a musical family. Um, my, my grandparents, both on, on both my mother and my father's side, uh, my, uh, they both, my grandmother and my grandfather played piano and my grandmother was a singer. Um, a lot of my cousins uh, are actually people who uh, work in the entertainment industry and are also um, just very, very arts based kind of uh, experience um, growing up. Um, and we're always encouraged. I was really fortunate to have uh, parents who supported um, their, you know, their rambunctious kid who, you know, wanted to just could never shut up, always singing, always, uh, you know, um, wanting to put on a show. Um, that was me. And uh, they nurtured that. And I was really fortunate to have um, family that really rallied around that. Um, I worked um, a lot as a kid, actually singing um, professionally and, and <clears throat> doing all that. And I went to art schools. I, um, you know, I kind of just followed that track. Um, and uh, that was a really, it was a big source of um, inspiration for me. Um, it also exposed me to a, a, a wide uh, range of, of, of uh, musical influences. Um, I've got, you know, Growing up, we listened to, of course, Motown and, and soul music. And I got that, you know, all of that, those nuggets that you get um, growing up in um, a Black um, home. Uh, and then I also had, uh, you know, uh, classical music that was always playing. And my grandfather um, really exposed me to all of those great composers. Um, and uh, also growing up, I was very much involved with choral music. And so there's a, those are a lot of different, it's an intersection of all of those things coming together um, that influence my um, musical, uh, I guess, ear or my, um, my musical acumen. You know, that whole thing is kind of how I arrive at my musical taste, I suppose. Um, do you have, uh, do you have siblings? I do. Yeah, no, I have an older brother. Um, he is not musically inclined, um, but he does appreciate great music and always has. Um, and it's something that uh, as uh, as we've gotten older, we've been able to share. Um, I will, you know, I'll, I'll get a text from my brother and it'll be a Spotify link to, you know, some artist. And he's turned me on to some some good people. He's he's very much a soul brother in that way as well. If I can, yeah, I know that's a, a a little lame pun that I'll bring on, but you know, shout out to my brother and his taste in music, which have changed over the years. He used to be, 
he he was one of the um, first people actually that exposed me to a lot of hip hop. And, you know, we grew up <clears throat> when hip hop was really, um, you know, uh, evolving and and finding its, you know, it's it's carving its way through um, mainstream culture. So just on the fringe of that. And so he was very much, um, uh, he, he very much identified with hip hop and, and really uh, was someone who exposed me to it. Um, because, you know, you have to imagine um, in our house, you know, I'm playing, you know, musical theater stuff. I'm, you know, I'm playing all these, you know, different uh, soul records, the R&B, all of that. And he's playing, you know, Nas and Cypress Hill and, you know, and, and just it, it, all of it. He's, and so that whole intersection, um, again, is why I love all kinds of music. I really do love all genres of music. You know, I'm a kind of person that in my, um, in my phone, in my library, you've got country, you've got bluegrass, you've got, you know, like I said, classical, you've got hip hop, you've got R&B, all those things that come together um, for me, uh, because, you know, great music is great music, right? I, I agree. Totally agree. Um, now, let's back up a little bit. You said in uh, growing up, you um, sang professionally as, at, a, at a young age. How, yeah. did that, how did that come about? <clears throat> so um, I was, again, I was, I've been really blessed uh, to have people in my life who nurtured my uh, my talents and um, and you know my parents I was I was also fortunate enough to have parents who were in the position to put me in different you know programs and to have piano lessons and have vo voice teachers and one of my um, most uh, I would say my most uh, my early mentors um, uh, a woman named Jane Brewer, um, who is still a very, very dear um, friend and 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 a confidant for me and a champion of music for me. Um, she was really the first person who um, noticed something special, I guess, about me and my voice and wanted to um, for, and encouraged me to uh, really keep at it and hone it and um, really explain what craft was and the proper ways of singing and then just kind of how all that layered in. Um, and so uh, it was through those types of connections that um, I started getting different um, opportunities to sing with uh, different choirs. I sang with different, uh, at different concerts, you know, they would need a soloist and I would come in and sing. Um, and also, um, I there was a theater there, a pretty big regional theater called um, the Raleigh Memorial Theater is there in the Capitol. And um, I did some shows there as well. And so as a result of that, it kind of ushered me into, um, you know, I went to a school that uh, I've been going to art schools. You know, I went to a, 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 a a, a magnet, a, a boarding art school, a, a colleges, conservatories, those kinds of things. And actually one of the things that was, um, was a result of me working so much when I was a kid um, is that I started to develop, once my voice started to change, 
um, I started to develop notes on my vocal cords. And as many people, you know, in the, who are listening would know, that is the kiss of, the, of death for um, a, a singer. Um, and so I had to, in that period, um, go on vocal rest. And so I went on vocal rest for about a year, a year and a half. Um, and it was a really challenging thing for me because, um, you know, it was at a time when my voice was changing. And also um, it really zapped my confidence and it really became this, uh, uh, this burden. And it made me not so sure about my voice and what I could do with it and where I could take it. So, you know, it's really interesting how I've come back full circle really to music because music was always my first love. Um, and then it led to, you know, acting and dance and all these other things in the arts. Um, but music and creating music has always been my love. So I had to really learn how to sing. And so a uh, vocal coach that I have now, um, his name is, uh, is Alexander Varden. He has been an incredible um, uh, uh, mentor for me because he was able to help me start approaching singing from a different place so that I could protect my voice and, um, and really be able to let the instrument shine in the way that it's, it, it, it properly can and to give me longevity. So hopefully I'll be singing for a long time because <laughs> I know how to sing. Right. <clears throat> a couple of questions I want to touch on. Um, yeah. You, you knew early on that this is what you wanted to do. You said music was a, a big part of your life. You knew early on this is what you wanted to do for the rest of your life. Yeah, you know, yeah, I, I'm sorry. I don't, I, I absolutely, um, you know, like many people in R&B and soul music, I started singing in the church. Um, uh, we, we went to a Methodist church, so we're a little bit more reserved um, than the Baptists, the Southern Baptist people, um, but still same spirit, same, um, same uh, uh, feeling of awe and, um, and um, just this, you know, when I, when I, the first time that I ever sang in church and I had this solo and everybody, you know, jumped up their feet and I looked out and I saw my mother and tears were streaming down her face and everybody was crying. It used to be when I would sing, people would just start crying and crying, crying, crying. And I knew for myself that there was this moment where I felt so close to God, you know? And I, and I mean, not even in a, in a religious way, but in a spiritual way. When I sing and when I am able to connect, I feel like, I am in the highest service of my spirit. And so I was very fortunate to be a young person and experience that. And then I was able to have people around me who recognized that, knew that that needed to be nurtured and encouraged and helped me to usher myself through that, you know? And so, it, you know, when I, I feel like, you know, for many singers, for many artists, 
it's, it, I know for myself and my own experience of writing music and, and, um, and, uh, and singing and performing is it's like a download. It's like a download from the universe. And sometimes, you know, I'll, I'll write something or I'll listen to something that I was working on. I was like, oh yeah, no, that's right. I did that came through me. And it really is feeling like something comes through you. These are messages that have nothing to do really with me, but have, I have been chosen to carry that message. And I know that sounds kind of lofty and kind of hoo-hoo, um, but I really do believe that. I really, um, and I find that many of the artists that have influenced me and many of the people that I think are, are, are really shaping the landscape of music, they have that same type of relationship with it. You know, I'm that kind of person that has a pen and paper, you know, by my bed at night and at three in the morning, sometimes something will come to you and then you want to get back to sleep. So you have to get it out. You know, my voice memos are like, you know, just filled with little ideas. And if you do not get them, they go. <laughs> and they, you know, and so for me, I really have learned to trust the muse and the muse that it, it, it is, it's just the connection to higher power, to universe, to God, whatever you want to say. And so I really find it to be, you know, my job as an artist, my job as a song, as a, a songwriter, as a, as a singer, as a performer, is to do everything in my power to not um, create obstacles to that download, you know, to not get in the way with my ego, with my perfectionism and all the things that, you know, tell me that I shouldn't be doing what I'm doing and all that stuff. Um, because there is nothing like someone hearing your music or, you know, connecting to your lyrics or whatever it is and saying, hey, that's me. I recognize myself in that. I hear my story in that. I feel connected to that. And, you know, that is all that I have wanted to ever do. And, and that I felt in that, you know, in that um, pew or whatever it is up on in that pulpit, I felt that when I was seven years old and I was singing, I knew that there was something that was special about what it was that I was doing and that if I, and, and that it had nothing really to do with me, but with this other thing that we all connect with when you love music, you know, when you really feel someone's heart and soul in what they're doing. And that's why I love soul music. That's why I love R&B. I feel like it, you know, you take all of that and you, you, you give that to an audience, to a listener. Um, and it's a really special thing that we get to do. Uh, I agree. I agree. And um, well, that's why, I mean, that's, yeah, that's inspiring to know that at that age, you knew the kind of effect that you would have on people. Um, one, th one more thing, let me back up a little bit. And you said that when you developed some nodes on your, um, uh -huh. on your voice, and you lost a little bit of confidence, how did you get that confidence back? Was it just a matter of just trusting the process or trusting yourself? Or how did, how did that come back? Um, or was it still a I, if, you want to see my, 
if you want to see my therapy bill, um, then I can, I can, I can, I can show you. I, I'm still working on that, actually. Not necessary. Um, Not necessary. <laughs> um, I'm a huge advocate for therapy. Um, but yeah, you know, it, it's really interesting. I, I, um, I have to say, be, it, it's this double-edged sword. What I, what I, what I said because um, in knowing that and being and becoming aware of uh, what effect you might have or the power, really what it is, is the power of music, the power of um, either listening to music or, or, or singing or what that exchange. When you become aware of that power, it can be scary. It can be, you know, you wanna run the opposite direction because all of the other stuff comes in like, wanting to be perfect, like wanting to make sure that, you know, that you're always, you know, you're always on, you're always, you're always, you know, the man doing it. And I think that what I have learned is that what is really beautiful is, um, is the imperfections, the flaws, the things that come out that only being connected to it from a true emotional place, that is the thing that people want to hear. When 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 we listen to music, you know, that's what we're hearing. That cry in people's voice and all of that thing, that is what we are connecting to. And you don't necessarily, I mean, everybody wants to hit the note. Like you gotta hit the note. But you know, but if you you can hit as many notes as you want, if there's nothing in it, then nobody's gonna want to listen to it. And you know, that's a hard, hard pill to swallow when you want to be, um, and, and you know, I have to also, I want to keep it 100 with you, Todd. There is also, I was very much protected when I was younger with my instrument. And then I went out into the world as, a, as you know, just as a, as a, as a boy and, I was bullied. I was, you know, I, I, there were, there were times when it wasn't, it didn't feel safe to be myself. And not only did it not feel safe to be myself, it didn't feel safe to use my gift to express myself through singing um, because it was attached to um, the way that people were, perceiving me or were judging me or were, or were trying to um, bully me. And, you know, so you, you come to a place where you are faced with having to love and accept yourself in order to get out of your own way to be, you know, it goes back to that message thing, you know, that messenger thing that I was talking about earlier. It's like, Getting out of my own way has been one of the hardest things that I've had to learn how to do as an artist. And I am still, and I, and you know, and I'm, I'm brand new. I'm, I'm, I'm wet behind the ears, but not, you know, I'm not stupid, <laughs> but I'm, you know, I'm at this place where, you know, hiding is no longer an option. Um, uh, 
not daring to be judged and ridiculed and all those things, blah, blah, blah. That, you know, safeguarding against that is no longer something that feels like it's a bigger payoff than the gamble of just sharing. Because I really approach um, music from a storytelling, from a storyteller's position. I'm a writer, I do that. And, the, and so my music comes in in that way. And so in order to tell stories, you know, and to be authentic, I, I had to do a lot of work on loving who I am and bringing that all to the mic. And, you know, and so I would say that, you know, that's a long winded way of answering your, your, your question as that it's still, I'm a work in progress. I, um, I want to be able to, you know, I want to have a long career and I want to be successful, of course. Um, but I want to also see, I, I'm a person who's, who's for, ferocious about growth. I want to grow. And I know that um, where my voice is today and where my music is today, I hope that I get to look back on that, you know, in 10 years and see the change, see the growth, see the improvement, see me moving um, the goalpost forward um, and really and really appreciating what um, doing the work uh, has brought to my life, you know, the, the benefits of doing the work are that I get to reach more people with my authentic story and I get to make new connections with people and we get to see each other in this other way that is really magical. I mean, it's why music is so important to me in the first place. So I, I am still trying, you know, I'm putting myself out there and, you know, I got some music that's going to keep coming and, you know, I'm doing the best that I can and hoping that people see my heart in it because it is there. It's what I really want um, to share with people. I hear you. And, um, you know, confidence is a big part of that. But also, I think when you put out good music, people are attracted to the music, not necessarily um, you know, anything else. So right, right. You keep doing what you're doing. Then all of a sudden, it doesn't matter what people think, because you got this, like you said, you have this instrument that you have and you have right. the talent to fulfill it. Right, um, right. And so as you get older, it, I don't know, it just seems like yeah, it, no, it doesn't really, it doesn't really matter. Uh, I, as a kid, I get it, you know. Right, right. You, yeah. you know, kids bully each other all the time. Right, right. Um, and I think but, in some ways that make you a little bit stronger because as you yeah, get through as no. adulthood, it's not a surprise to you, right? So- Absolutely, you know, but you said a really key thing there to me is, you know, I mean, I know a whole bunch of adults who are walking around with their childhood wounds. And, you know, like you've got the, the point about all of that is that, you have to do the work, right? Like you have to, you have to, you have to get to a place after processing all of those things. Cause you know, we always say, you know, kids are gonna be kids and they're gonna be, but, but like, it was really devastating the bullying that I experienced. And so much so Todd that it, it silenced me, mm. you know? I, I took myself out of the game. 
And when I think about how much joy music brings to me and how many people, you know, like it, what it brings up to me too is just, I mean, you know, I, I really want to, you know, take an opportunity to say thank you to the people who have influenced me because I imagine that as someone who does the, the craft of, of songwriting and, and, and singing and knowing all of the stuff that I have to push to the side in order to bring myself to and put myself out there, there are people who have influenced my music and they have given those gifts to me and I don't know what I would have done without their music, right? I don't know how I would have made it through certain times in my life that um, without their music. So, you know, to all artists, to everybody out there, you know, it is so important to just do you and love you and, 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 and put so much love on yourself in the process of it because when we hurt our process, when we, when, we sh when we silence ourselves, when we mute ourselves in anything that we do, we might be taking away someone else's remedy, you know, someone else's medicine. There have been people who have given me um, healing through their music and lyrics. And I'm so, and I'm indebted to them as an artist. And so, you know, um, yeah, uh, uh, that's, that's kind of how all of that works in my head. So that's why I really, you know, I don't, and I, and I, I know I sound a little, yeah, again, a little hooey or whatever. I'm a spiritual person. So, you know, um, but I don't want to, I don't want to be too precious with it, but you know, it is, it has been that for me, you know, music is that way for me. It is that real and serious for me. So, Yeah. I agree. I agree. And, and and that just doesn't apply to musicians and artists. That, right. that applies to everyone. Uh, yeah. Okay. So we got that out of the way. Uh, <laughs> uh, let's get back to your latest song. Now, does, was that a song? Yeah. What's your name? Was that a song that you wrote? Yes. Yes. I wrote this. I wrote this song. Um, and uh, and the lyrics, um, I write all of my music, but I also, you know, uh, music is a collaborative sport and it um, takes a lot of great people. I have great people that I have met um, and uh, some of them um, are on the uh, are on the track. Um, Karen Hammock is the person playing the piano. Um, Antoine Salim is the guy who's doing the guitar. Um, I've got um, a really dear friend, uh, Joel Ricci, who's in the Lucky Brown band, who did all of the horns. I'm a sucker for a horn section. Any, you know, I just, I love a trumpet. I love all of that. So, you know, and it has in that groove, you know, it's like these are seasoned professionals that, um, you know, my process is very much um, what I what I what I typically do is, you know, I take those voice memos and I'll pluck it out on my piano and I'll, you know, I melody comes to me a lot. Um, and then um, I take those things and I start to work with my team. Um, and um, and then the song is birthed. You know, that's kind of what the process is. I am also um, becoming more proficient um, at playing piano. Um, so, I mean, I can't do what Karen does and people will, will hear, 
um, what she does because she does that very well. Um, and I'm very grateful that I have her. Um, and, you know, it, it, you know, I look at people like John Legend who are, you know, and Stevie and you know, everybody everybody who's playing Roberta Flack and they're sitting there and they're playing that the and and I want that I really want that and you know I haven't put in my 10,000 hours for my piano playing so um so stay tuned everyone I'm gonna I'm gonna be doing that um but yeah I really have been fortunate to have great people and then you know I've I've worked with a really great um producer Brian Markin um who helped me uh put it all together um, and then um, a soul brother of mine, um, my uh, very good friend, Sean Opensato, uh, he, he uh, was able to help me cut it together and mix it. And um, he's been a very a big champion of, of mine and has, you know, been that person in the room with me that's like, Darren, it's, it's great. I, I hear it. We, we, you know, it, when I want to say, okay, it's time, let's just, let me just go home. I don't know what I'm doing here. I don't even know why they put a mic in front of me. Um, he has been uh, such a great um, uh, booster for me and to, to keep going. Um, so I've got great people around me. It takes a village. Um, and I just am looking for, you know, more people to bring into the, to the village because I love to collaborate with people. So, okay. Yeah, uh, I had a chance to hear it uh, actually when you first sent it to me a couple of weeks ago, and I, I thought it was great. Um, now, this is not I think in November, I read that you also released another single called I Can't. Yes. Re yes. Uh, yes. Is that more for the um, I guess maybe the George Floyd? Um, yeah. So that was my, you know, and my and I love my mom. She um, she she heard the song and and. And she said to me, she said to me, well, you know, the song is beautiful, Darren. And, you know, um, but, you know, maybe because you called it I Can't Breathe, there's so many people who made songs that that have that title. Maybe, you know, I don't know if people are going to find it. And I was like, you're probably right, mom, you know, because, of course, I don't I mean, her, she put out I Can't Breathe. And I love her song. And there's so many people who um, put the, the, the uh, I Can't Breathe song out. And there's a reason for that, you know? It, there's a reason why. For me, you know, it was really, um, for, for it being my first single, my first, um, in, uh, my introduction, my debut into the music industry, um, for it to be in the spirit of a protest song like, you know, uh, a Nina Simone, um, uh, Strange Fruit, um, you know, the, these, these, these battle hymns um, that really um, convey the pain, the struggle, the, um, the frustration um, and the pleading with um, a community, a society to see to see something. I think that's what I can't breathe. And just that phrase, you know, the phrase itself. Um, I watched George Floyd like many of us and yes. was, um, and that was my response. I didn't know what to do. I didn't know um, how to, you know, 
you know, obviously, you know, go into the street to 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 do to do everything that everyone did. I applaud people for figuring out um, and acting upon whatever made them, um, uh, I guess, come to terms or grapple with uh, what we what we all witnessed. But you know that dynamic shift, that paradigm shift of watching something and all being captive, you know, is very much like how people in the 1960s watched um, the 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 uh, the uh, march um, over the uh, the bridge on uh, on Selma. The the um, yes, thank you, thank you. Struggling here, struggling, um, but. Yeah, you know, it was very much for a minute, it became real. We saw it. We, we, people could not turn away, you know, very much like how they watched the, um, uh, on the bridge and, and, and they turn on the hoses and you see that grainy image and in that black and white footage. And, you know, to, to live a modern day version of that, it came to me like just, it poured out of me, that song. And it was very much um, a answer to what it is that that felt like to watch that as a black man um, and what, and for the first time, I felt like we were being witnessed that people, you know, other people, allies, people in other communities, um, particularly, you know, it was watching white people, you know, all standing with holding up signs, you know, this, all of that came to me and it felt very overwhelming to be seen. You know, because I feel like it's one of those things where you're just you're you're shouting, you're saying, please look over here. This is a real thing that's happening. It's you know, it's the it's the definition of disproportionate. Things are disproportionately happening on this side of things. And when you finally get someone to see um, and to acknowledge um, it was very powerful to me. And um, so all that to be said, I was very, um, I felt like I had to um, write that song. Um, and I was, I felt like it was a great entry into this industry because, you know, I want my music to be, um, I want it to be authentic and I want it to be something that makes people think and that um, helps them through difficult times and, and through good times. I want, much like the people that I love to listen to, they have become um, part of the soundtrack of my life. And, um, and you know, if I, if I can make music that um, is in that spirit, then I feel like I'm, in the, I'm, I'm, I'm hitting the right target. You know, so that's what that was for me. Um, we'll see how that song goes <laughs> as things go on and people get hopefully um, a chance to get to know me better. Um, they'll be able to hear that song. Um, and, uh, you know, on those commemorative uh, days when we think about the people who um, 
who have, you know, like George Floyd and uh, Breonna Taylor. And, you know, when we think about the people in our community um, that that song hopefully will help people to, you know, feel something that sometimes words can't express, you know, like that's what the point of that was for me. Agreed. And uh, here at Bring Back Soul Music, we had about six or seven artists who uh, sent us songs uh, with the same topic, I Can't Breathe. And I think, yeah. you know, you're in a place where you don't know really what to do, but to express yourself through music, through song. And I think right. that's something that we all could, uh, could relate to. Uh, so congratulations yeah. on that and being so um, forthright with your feelings, because trust me, you're not the only one who felt that way. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 So, thank you so much. Yeah. Now, could that be found on uh, Spotify? Along with yes. You? Yes. That can be found on Spotify. And it's also um, on my website. Um, so everything is linked. And um, all of my music uh, thus far, my, my two songs um, have are on across uh, all uh, major uh, music streaming platforms. So you can get it on iTunes, on Amazon, um, on at Pandora, wherever you get your music, you can find Darren Jonathan Banks. Okay. And let's just back up a little bit. Um, where can people find out more about Darren Banks on social media? Why don't you plug your social media? So um, my, uh, I am, I, I am a, <laughs> I'm an elder millennial. Um, so I am not always uh, so proficient with the social media and the technology. I am learning. Um, and all my friends, they call me Grandpa Banks because I just, you know, it, I'm, Todd, we're lucky that I, I was able to turn on this Zoom call and just turn on this computer and get to going. But um, I do have my own website. It's Darren Jonathan Banks. Um, and that has a link to all of my things. But my major um, uh, platform that I, uh, social media platform that I use is Instagram. And my um, handle is uh, DJB Makes Music. Um, so that's my my initials and makes music and you can find me there. And those are really the two best places. I'm not on Twitter yet. Um, and I'm 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 getting there, y'all. I just, you know, I, I I'm putting it I'm putting my work into the music. Um and you know, and trying to and trying to uh, uh get it to people in the way that they they need it. So I I know I need to be um better about my social media, but Instagram and my website are really the best places at this point. Okay. And we'll put uh, Darren's um, social media connections on our website at bringbacksellmusic.com. Also, we have a profile on Darren as well. Uh, so go and check that out. And then um, we'll also put links to um, uh, what's your name and I can't breathe on our website. So uh, check out this brother. He's a, um, up and coming artist. One more question about your music, uh, Darren. Yeah. Um, you released, um, <clears throat> excuse me, two singles. Mm -hmm. Is there an EP coming? Uh, oh yes, down the road? absolutely. Oh no, there's more coming. It's two, 2021 for me is the year of the release. Um, so I um, I have an EP coming up 
in May. Um, and then I'll have another one in fall. Um, and, uh, but the, the, and, and, and really the, the new EP is, um, uh, it's going to be, um, a way for me to showcase another side of my music, um, more of the upbeat. Um, you know, I, I love a good, I love a good dance. I love to, I love to cut a rug. I love to, you know, groove to a beat. So, um, you know, uh, although my music is very uh, message driven and and like I said, I try to approach it from a storyteller's uh, perspective, um, sometimes I just want to shut up and dance. So um, hopefully there are other people who um, will um, enjoy that. So the music that is coming um, is uh, going to be more of that. You know, I, I, I do folk music in in a way I do R&B and neo soul those are those that's my stuff there but I also like I said I love dance and I love um the uh adding electronic elements to that so you know this this is going to be um the music that's coming is really going to show from you know I can't breathe onto the uh, onto the EPs a range or a spectrum um, of things um, that I want to bring to it. I, I think I mentioned, um, you know, some of the things that I I dabble with um, that come from my experience um, are choral music um, and just, you know, I, I love to play with harmony. I love to build things um, from a choir standpoint. I love those elements. And um, I want to kind of fuse those things with uh, really catchy beats and things that we can um, that we can move to. So there's a lot. It's a mixed bag, and I, and I hope that what it means is that there's something for everybody in there um, that they can enjoy. And um, like I said, whether you are you know needing to just have that moment where you need to get some emotion, express some, 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 some deeper feelings, or you're, you know, turning up before you about to hit the club. Um, there's going to be um, a song from Darren Jonathan Banks that you can listen to, hopefully. All right. Um, well, that's good to know. Um, now, do you, um, hopefully 2021, um, will allow us to get back out and see uh, each other and perform yes. and all that stuff. Um, but if that doesn't happen, do you see yourself doing the Instagram live, the Facebook live, those kind of, um, those kind of things? Absolutely. Yeah, no, I, um, you know, I've been focused on, um, getting the music out there and, and, and letting people, get a, a chance to experience my flavor and see if it's, it, it lines up with theirs. Um, and, you know, I will, I'm committed to continuing to do that, but, you know, I am very much at home on stage and it has been, I mean, it, like we were talking about before, um, I, I definitely, you know, uh, I, 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 I'm, I have been, itching to get on stage because of, you know, our lack of, of access to being able to connect with an audience. 
Um, and it's been a long time um, since I've been uh, on stage in front of an audience working to off of that energy. But when, in my experience, when I have had that opportunity, I've had a great time. And, you know, there's nothing like going to a great show, right? And, um, and hearing um, uh, music. One of my greatest influences, um, Jill Scott, um, you know, I was just saying to my buddy the other day that, you know, uh, uh, who is Jill Scott? Her radio, her studio album was fantastic, right? And then she did experience Jill Scott, right? And that whole thing was like a whole new album. And I was like, yes, that's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to go out there and really give people that show in that way and give that, you know, that live experience. Um, so yes, the answer to your question, do you, uh, do you see how long-winded I am? I know, I just keep talking and talking and talking. Go with it, make it plain. It is, it is very much um, something that I look forward to when it is safe for us to do. Um, and because there is nothing like grooving with, you know, those people that I mentioned. Um, it's nothing like being in the studio and just and hearing all of those things come together. And so I'm so, you know, I'm old school. I would, I wish that it was like that more, you know, like right, everyone is so separate, you know, and then we all put it together by the magic of creation and that's wonderful but man there is you hear those old records and you know you hear those bands and everybody together and there is magic in that so yes i want to be a part of that magic i want to give it to my listeners um and we will do that as soon as it is safe to do all right all right well mr banks we look forward to your uh, more music uh ep in may and also another one in the fall uh, anything else you want to share with us before we uh, cut this interview loose? Um, I just want to um, really thank you for what you're doing. Um, it's, you know, just the message of bring back soul music. I think people are really craving, um, you know, feeling connected to to authentic music, music that is, you know, that we that I grew up listening to, you know, um, the people who are my greatest influences like Erica Badu and D'Angelo and like, and just, and, you know, and, and just all of the, all of these people who, you know, are storytellers who also knew how to entertain and give, you know, good music. Um, but you could feel their heart in it. And I think that's what soul music is. And I just think that it's really awesome that you continue to champion um, independent artists like myself um, who, you know, are trying to um, keep that alive. And um, so I really, I feel very much, um, I feel very honored and humbled to be here um, and talking with you. Um, you obviously have a great, um, you know, knowledge of what is happening in this industry. And so it's really great for people like me to have a place like this to come to. So I hope that, you know, as I keep going, you know, like I said, this, you know, you have been a champion. So I will always have a special place in my heart for uh, bring back soul music always. Yeah. Well, we appreciate that, man. And, um, you know, it, it takes all of us to bring it back. You know what I mean? Like artists yeah. like ourselves, we need to expose, you know, artists like you and others 
Um, because like you said, um, soul music, people can feel that, you know, they, they have a, a connection to it. Yeah. And um, I'm not saying other genres of music don't, but there's something special about R&B and soul music. So, yeah. Um, but I appreciate you taking the time today. I'm glad we got a, finally got a chance to connect. Yeah, absolutely. Keep us posted on your new music and um, let us know what's going on with you, man. Absolutely. You will be the first to know. I promise you. All right. And that's Darren Jonathan Banks on the Bring Back Soul Music podcast. And we'll be right back. Calling all lovers of soul music. The time to make soul music relevant again is now. You've been listening to the Bring Back Soul Music podcast with Todd Woodson. If you enjoyed today's show, be sure to tell a friend. Make sure you never miss an episode by subscribing to our newsletter at bringbacksoulmusic.com. Well, that's our show for today. I'd like to thank my special guest, Mr. Darren Banks. You can find out more about Darren on our website at bringbacksoulmusic.com. Don't forget, you can listen to the Bring Back Soul Music podcast on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and Pandora. Don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel at Bring Back Soul Music TV. If you have any questions or comments, please email us at comments at bringbacksoulmusic.com. Also, check out all our merch at the Soul Shop at shop.bringbacksoulmusic.com. I'm Todd Woodson. Thank you for joining us. See you next week.